Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Bush, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker, longtime Kentucky beat writer with a little bit of a head cold and coming to a website near you very soon. In the meantime, it is a big deal to the Big Blue Nation. Curtis and I will be talking about it right here Monday through Friday every week on the Locked On Podcast Network. Got another another toddler daycare illness curtis yeah it's like a daily daily exchange we have where we try to decide when and where we're recording this podcast yes. and i have to decide if i'm diseased enough to or, or not so diseased as to leave the house and see you in person yeah that's every day and you know you mentioned that soon you'll be able to announce where you're going and if you see kyle tucker today you'll know exactly where he's working <laughs> <laughs> he's got some i'm, sw- I'm swagged down some gear <laughs> Got some new gear on. I'm sneaking around in public, <laughs> right, hiding and hiding in plain view. Monday is the big day, so uh, and we'll 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 talk about that really one. this time. Yeah, for real, for real. All right, and today is today's edition of the podcast is going to be a mailbag edition. Uh, so we we took your questions on Twitter. We got a bunch of them, a lot of good ones. So we're going to get to those in a bit. But I did want to start out first with a couple of little bit of housekeeping things. One, I got to tell Kyle he's wrong. Okay, he was wrong about the field rushing. From a couple episodes ago when we were discussing if it was a true field rushing. The SEC thought it was, and they fined Kentucky a hundred grand. That's so silly. Because it was their second offense whenever they knew cutoff was. And apparently those stay forever. So the next one they get fined a quarter million and then into perpetuity every time they rush the field, you get a quarter of a million dollar fine. It's kind of funny because when the SEC sent out the email that happened on Tuesday during right after the Mark Stoops press conference. And Mitch Barnhart was up actually up there in the press room with the media where we hung out and kind of type and there's a meal provided and he was up there doing some stuff. It's actually the recruiting room. And he, I don't know if he knew it was there or not, but we were joking about trying to get a comment from him and he was on his cell phone the whole time and then walked out. Didn't want to, didn't look like he wanted to talk to us about it. I can't imagine they were super pleased with it, but Kyle, you, you disagree with the sec. I just don't like, it's like, Mitch, you know, gave his his company line, you know, following the league, league uh, towing the league line, a statement about safety, and we're going to abide by the rules. And Greg Sankey put out the stodgiest. I like Greg Sankey <laughs> a lot, but the, the statement about it is just so ridiculous. Uh, look, I I've talked about, you know, there is a safety concern, mm-hmm. especially in basketball. I really the court stormings they freak me out. I, I'll I'm like I'm like. PTSD from experiencing the the IU court storming in person and like literally thinking that Darius Miller had been trampled yeah, in front like of it. me, uh, having people climb over top of us. Uh, we couldn't get down from the end out, you know, out into the interviews because people were so many people stormed the court in Indiana that they were backed up into the aisles. It was crazy. I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. And there are some that are scary. You've seen some crazy things happen. You've seen some situations where it was like players and fans were about to square up on each other. And I think there's some of that in football. I think that that fear is more people coming from high places up over the wall and stuff. But now the goalposts come down, so you're not going to have injuries that yeah. way. I don't know. There's some. There is some safety concern, but in uh, specifically in this case, we talked about it. Like it was not that there many were people. not like it didn't even. You know, people that were there didn't realize there was even a field storming until yeah. they're like, oh, there's more people than usual here mm-hmm. on the field. I would venture to guess the per person fine was 
through the roof. I mean, what? Maybe 300 people rushed the field? I would say max. Yeah, that would probably you, be there's on the a, high I end. think Jen Smith from the Herald-Leader had a, a overhead picture. And that's kind of a little bit deceiving, I think, as well, because that is that also has people who are on the sidelines, support that are, staff. That were already there. Yeah. And so I think, you know... That People who looks, actually left the stands, you'd say a couple hundred? I would say. That's what if I had to guess. And it's tough because I was students, on the probably. field. I was actually much on all the students. field. I would say almost I mean, everyone. You talked about the guy that, that tried yeah, to come over and got stared down by the cops. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. There, I mean, there was clearly no safety issue there. In Not the, in particularly, no. I mean, I guess there's there's an inherent safety issue that like you let other people, people that you don't. that you're not. Control. In control of, but in theory, you've already checked these people out in terms of mm-hmm. they don't have weapons, right? You've gone through a security check. They have a clear plastic bag. Right. They, you know, I don't know. I, I sort of get it. I think this, I mean, and I know that I know you got to issue that state, those statements, Sankey and Mitch both have to sort of say the, the thing they're supposed to say, but they come off, it comes off so stupid. Like I would love it if Mitch Barnhart said what he's really thinking, what I assume he's really <laughs> thinking, what m- most normal people would be thinking was like, if we're going to win games like that, I will happily pay the money. Like beat Georgia, storm the field. I would say like, I like, honestly, if I were Mitch, maybe you can't do this. Maybe the league <laughs> would be mad, but I would be like, I would have like an, almost like an ad campaign, like help me burn $250,000. Let's beat Georgia storm the field and and let's have a let's let's uh let's have a ceremony like get some monopoly money and do like a ceremonial bonfire at <laughs> out in the parking lot where you burn 250,000 monopoly much. dollars i mean you know I, I think he'd be happy to pay that fine now then later over and over again if they keep winning i mean i think that's about what Stoops gets for every. Was he? What does Went he get? Over. Does he get two hundred fifty thousand for every? Is that the number or hundred? It's a big number. It's six figures over seven for wins. every win after seven seven wins. What's another quarter of a mil? Just keep spending it. Yep. All right. Let's. We'll get into the questions here in a second. But first, I did want to let you guys know about my bookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the biz. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE25 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And if you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using the promo code ONCOLLEGE25. You play. You win. You get paid. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. I think Kentucky's almost sold out from what I saw. So Getting close. You probably can't get a ticket through normal routes, so you need to find a secondary market, and you can use Vivid Seats. You can attend the concert show or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is a top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better right now, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more. 
Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter the promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. You are Locked On Kentucky. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Kyle, I'll let you start. What was what question did you most enjoy that we got today that you wanted to answer? Well, this is a fun one. I like these kind of questions. If you if you pick one one and done player, this is Kyle Patton asks this. If you pick one one and done player in the in UK history to return for a second year, who is it? That one's pretty easy, I think. I mean, Anthony Davis to get to see Anthony Davis in a second year. I think the only other competition is probably wall because that would have been insane to watch him come back another year cousins would have been fun i mean look all those i mean all the top guys coming back another year but i mean anthony davis was the best player in america straight out of high school and then he was you know immediately became one of the most impactful players in the nba a sophomore anthony davis with 15 20 more pounds on him and and some starting to do some of the things like he didn't shoot outside at all at well, Kentucky. Uh, and like that became a thing he could do when, when we also consider like how awful that next year's team was. Yeah. I think if you put the best player on the planet on that team, that team is a lot better and he is a lot better. Well, what about this? What if Devin Booker comes back in theory and up uh, that if I'm, I'm making sure I got my years right. That means Jamal Murray probably doesn't come in theory if we're playing out this full go. Yeah. So if he has that, Jamal so I think Mur- that team is the same team. No, I think it's probably the same but he, team. But, but that's he, what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm getting but at. He he's a. I mean, he's a top five pick. If Devin Booker comes back and shoots what Jamal Murray got to know, shoot, yeah, and, uh, with his best bud Tyler Eulis. Yeah. I mean, that would have been that would have probably been. I mean, Jamal Murray's season was historic, and from the NBA standpoint, when you just look at what they are right now, Devin Booker is the superior player. He obviously is a year older, and I think Murray is going to take some leaps this year when I listen to NBA people talk about him. But in theory, he's a superior talent, and he would have been a sophomore. So if you would have given everything that Jamal Murray got at Kentucky as a freshman to a sophomore Devin Booker, yeah. that probably would have been one of the single best seasons in the history of Kentucky Yeah, basketball. I mean, he would have, he would have I, again, I don't think they'd have been a much better team because um, – you know they still had the weaknesses that were not guard related. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean they just desperately missed having a real big man because Dakari. I mean Dakari Johnson's the guy you needed to come back. Well, that would have been a year um, three, a year though. three for him. But yeah, I mean Devin Booker as a sophomore would have put up ridiculous scoring numbers. He would have definitely probably. I mean he would have definitely had an opportunity. I think to maybe chase some scoring records. He'd be the, would have definitely been the all time Calipari scoring leader. Mm-hmm. Coming back another year. But the second part of that question from Kyle Patton. I will throw in real quick before you get to that, though. Speaking of, of that year, Carl Towns. Yeah. Coming yeah. back. That would have right. made so that could have yeah. made now that that yes. could have made that team. Actually, yeah, that's that team probably is goes from like total disappointment not total, but close large to. disappointment to final four for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe national champions because Tyler Ulis was the SEC Player of the Year. Yes. You had Jamal Murray, the super scorer. You missed. You were missing a big guy and yep. Carl Towns. I mean, he he was the NBA Rookie of the Year the next year. So yeah, that's. A, I mean, if you want to talk about impact on a team, it's Davis coming back on a team that was terrible, uh, or t- probably Towns. Yeah, probably Towns. So the second part of Kyle Patton's question. This is the fun part to me. Who wins a college game 
between Patino's UK goats mixed with Tubby's UK goats, not actual animals, greatest <laughs> of all time, versus Cal's UK goats. And who are those starting five? So that's a fun one. So let's just run this down. Patino from 89 to 97, his best guys, Mashburn, Antoine Walker, Tony Delk, Ron Mercer, Walter McCarty, Derek Anderson, Nazar Muhammad. That's a great group. Uh, I mean, he coached the 96 team, which is widely considered the best college team of all time. I think mm-hmm. they had nine guys that ended up playing in the NBA, maybe yes. 10. Tubby Smith from 97 to 07. Not as many high-end guys, but he had some. Uh, Jamal McGlure, Tayshawn Prince, Keith Bogans, Rajon Rondo. So of that group, what you know, what's the starting five mixing Tino and Tubby's guys to go against Cal's best. I'm I'm gonna say your point guard's Rondo. Do you have Delk at shooting guard? I would. Do Delk you put was, Tayshawn Prince on the wing as your three? Delk was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I think if you put Prince and Delk in there, you you're gonna shoot people to death. That would be a very uh, that would be a very, very good shooting lineup. Uh Mashburn. I think he has to be for his impact and what just the talent that he is overall. So then we have to choose from Antoine Walker, Walter McCarty, Nazar Muhammad, Jamal McGlure. I'm going to say probably, and Ron Mercer is probably not making the cut just because of Mashburn, I guess. Yeah. I think. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Rondo, Tony Delk, Tayshawn Prince, Jamal Mashburn, and Antoine Walker. That'd be a very good shooting think, lineup. Yeah. I think that's my five, right? I, you could make an argument and flip in Jamal McGore. I mean, he was he's he was unbelievable. He's a great player, and that would be more of a true center, which is something that colleges can use right. a little bit more. But either way on those, I don't think you can go particularly wrong. So that group against, I'm going to say, Wall Booker. I mean, the, the, the tough part is like you've got Cousins, Davis, and and – Carl Anthony Towns, and none of those is a three, but they all three should be in your five best Calipari players. If you've got to take one out, you go you Wall and Booker to me are like shoe ins. Best point guard, best shooting guard of the Calipari era. Do you go MKG at three? Yeah. And so then who who uh, who of Cousins, Davis, and Cat make the cut? Davis that obviously. So between so then it comes down to Carl. Or or Boogie as your four. Cousins was so dominant in college basketball that year. He and was, and 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 Carl's a one-time All Star. Boogie's already what three or four time. All-star. I would let's take, say Boogie. So I would take Cousins. So we'll go Wall, Booker, MKG, Cousins, and Anthony Davis against. Ron, I will. Against, can I say one thing though? Okay. Do you, you you give Booker the nod, and I and if it is college. I feel like Aaron Harrison should no. be mentioned. No, I just want to mention oh, it. Oh, he can be uh, mentioned. Yeah. But I but, mean, but from who? Big shot, a big shot maker, but on a consistent game. On a, this any is a one time game, game, though. Any given game. This is one time game. Yeah, but it's not a one shot game. I, mean, I would, I don't know. I would I, just say. I, a, I think he was great. I mean, look, I'll take, give me Malik Monk then. You know, like. That's true. Jamal Murray, Malik Monk, but Devin Booker to me, I I, I mean, don't remember I, him ever taking over a game in college. I guess that's the question. Like, that's my like that's my hang up. He's by far now that they're in the NBA. He's by far Calipari's best two guard, but yes. he was not in college. I think some of that was a product of the team he was on. 
But it wasn't like he was any less of a player because when he had opportunity, I mean, he had a stretch in that season, even though he was coming off the bench, he had a stretch where he shot like over 15 games. I think he shot like 60% from three. Ridiculous. I'm that's, still going Booker. Okay, that's fine. Well, then that's my team. But okay, so let's so let's let's think about this. Wall, are you good with that? Are yeah, you good with that? Okay. Well, Wall, Booker, MKG, Cousins, and Davis against Rondo, Delk, Tayshawn Prince, Jamal Mashburn, and we saying Jamal McGlure or Antoine Walker. I say Jamal, Jamal McGlure because of a matchup perspective. Because okay. I mean, I, if you so that's got, our those are our five. Yeah. I, I think. That's a great game, but I'll I'll take I'll take the the more current group. I think I'll take Calipari's group. I mean, because that's he just didn't, he has gotten so much more hot, elite elite talent. I mean, there Patino can argue having the best team. Ninety six was a juggernaut, but if you're going across all their teams, plucking the very best of their players, nobody. I mean, nobody ever in the history of college basketball has gotten more talent in such a short period of time. Than Calipari, and that group is, uh, I mean, go. Let's go position by position. Wall versus Rondo. Wall. Yeah. Uh, Booker versus Delk. Delk. It's probably right. Tayshawn Prince against MKG. That would be a fun matchup. Yeah, I mean, what you've got, you've got a terrific offensive. Well, I mean, Tayshawn Prince was a four-time NBA All Defensive Team. I would in college as. In college, I'm taking probably Tayshawn. I'm taking Prince. So that's two two to one for the old guys. Uh, Cousins versus Mashburn. Whew. I mean, what a great game. Can we get this? Can somebody get a video game and make this happen? That's great. Uh, I'd take Cousins. I'd I think get, Cousins, yeah. I mean, I, like, there was, he just did some things. And then... That, and then Anthony Davis versus Jamal McGlure. There, that's, that's where a, that's where Calipari's team takes over. And yeah, wins I think that's I. I think it would be very very close. Now and the thing you got to consider is, is like what we're thinking of is like all these older players were multiple year guys. Yes, juniors, seniors. These are all freshmen for Kentucky. If we're playing it in the like the best of that they ever were in college, well, they were only ever freshmen for Cal's guys, and the the best they were. For the other guys, they were veterans, so that may give them a, a different edge. But what that's a great – I love questions like that because it's so fun. Now, I'm sitting here thinking about this. Like, imagine watching some of these individual matchups. If you could play an alumni game of guys in their peak, I think Kentucky has about as good a one as there could ever be. If only someone could invent a time machine <laughs> and make this happen. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Eventually, we'll get to it. All right, we'll get to more questions here in a second. But football is here, and if you've missed your – Season-long fantasy leagues, have no fear. You can still play FanDuel. FanDuel has one week and even one-day games. And now you can play Beat the Score. This is a new contest type where instead of having to come in a top place among a sea of competition, you just have to beat a preset score. Anyone who beats that score wins money. That's pretty simple. This results in more people winning. So you got to jump on board and play Beat the Score. I'm on FanDuel, and you should be too. Check out this promo code, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And right now, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. Back to the questions. Yeah, let's breeze through something we can answer quickly because we, we spent a lot of time on that one, which I think was really fun. Ask us stuff like that because that's fun to uh, answer those questions. We can breeze through a few of these. 
uh, Brianna's dad, which is a great username, says, will Gunner and Danny still be here next year? Gunner Hoke and Danny Clark, the two number two and three quarterbacks on the roster. I would say no, not both. I think one of those guys is gone. I mean, Danny Clark's dad tweeted about being excited about the new transfer rule, so that probably tells you their mind is there. I think there's also some very real possibility that Gunner Hoke goes somewhere else because Terry Wilson's a three-year guy. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got two more two more years of eligibility, and it doesn't look like he's going to relinquish that job. I mean, he the way he plays, getting out and running, he could get hurt, and who knows? You know, two weeks from now, Danny Clark could. I mean, uh, Gunner Hoke could get this job by way of injury and take it and run with it. Who knows? But I would I would guess that not both of them are are back. Yeah, and it's, it's possible at least that both are gone. I agree, and it's not any inside information. It's just a numbers game. I mean, we saw nationally today Clemson lost. The- Insane. The guy who led them to the freaking <laughs> playoff last year. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, it's like that's going to happen now with the new rule. Like four games into it, you lose your job. You still have, because you can play four games in redshirt, you can save that year of eligibility and go somewhere else. I think we're going to see that happen. Uh, Michelle golfs a lot. Our friend Michelle uh, says, I think it's safe to say that Cash Daniel is one of the best interviews you can get on the football team. I agree with that. Who will be the best interviewee on the basketball team? I mean, Reed Travis. I think I think Kelton Johnson will be like the best personality, but I think Reed Travis will be the best talker. Depends on what you want. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, you want to got to think about something and give you like a really introspective uh, point of view from a guy who's lived life and is not a teenager, like in the bright glare of Kentucky basketball, just try not to say the wrong thing. I'm Reed Travis would be the, the guy. If you want to have fun like I do. Quade Green or Keldon Johnson? Yeah, Quade's Quade's Quade's. You never know what you're going to get from Quade. I'm not sure Quade knows what he means some of the time, or that we know what he means. But yeah, he's fun. Um, I I don't envy you writers when you try to use a quote from Quade because there's no way to kind of like <laughs> he'll have like a metaphor <laughs> that he mixes with a simile, and <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah, but, he's great. But um, it's much better in audio or video than on yeah. the actual. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily translate to the printed quote. Exactly. Uh, Zach Ramey asks, has there been any update on Josh Paschal and how is he doing? Uh, I don't believe there has. No, uh, nothing, nothing been, Not for a good while. Um, I know he is attending all the games because, oh, now I can't think. Luke, the CF uh, kid that they signed, yes. he, he, I follow him on, they have an Instagram account kind of following his chronicles, and he actually sits on the recruiting party deck, and it's him every game. It's really awesome. They send out a picture. It's Josh Pascal, and he has last couple of weeks he's had his foot like set up, propped up, and yeah. then um, it's Luke, and they're like cheering on That's Kentucky. Awesome. So th- I know he's like going to all those games and everything, yeah. but medically there hasn't been any update. To, and to reset on Josh Pascal, if for some reason you haven't been keeping up with him, four star recruit, terrific player as a true freshman last year, looked to be an impact pass rusher for them this year, and hasn't played at all, and and doesn't look like he will uh, because they found skin cancer. Um, that ended up being, I think, worse than they thought uh, on initial uh, testing on his foot, uh, bottom of his foot. And we continue to hope that everything turns out good for him. That's a scary situation. Carl Marshall says, what is the status of Quentin Bohanna? Good to go? Question mark. Also, does UK provide a media food spread on game day? And if so, what is your favorite food item so far? I've not been, as I'm still not officially a an employed writer, I have not been to any football games this year. Curtis, what's been the best? They do have a spread every mm-hmm. game. And what I always like the cookies just because I can like stack them up and crush them 
at various points of the game. They also usually have an ice cream freezer. What's been no. your, not this year? No ice cream freezer. What about the meals? What's been your best meal? Well, I missed the last one since I was coming back from that wedding. I mean, it's been pretty Sanders. There was hot dogs and hamburgers and those kind of deal. They had barbecue, which was pretty They'll good. They'll have pulled pork barbecue. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Some they standard uh, mass-produced grilled chicken and they mashed potatoes and type stuff. They haven't done the peanut brittle, which they do every year, which oh, I rather yeah. enjoy. That hasn't been brought out yet. Maybe they're saving it for South Carolina because that's always delicious. Kroger here in Lexington does it, and that may be where they get it. They do this like peanut brittle that's like all dressed up yes. and fancy. It's fantastic. Quentin Bohanna, along with that, I assume he's he's healthy. Stoops didn't mention him when he was asked about injuries. He may be not 100%, but that ankle, something that had been lingering, and that's why he initially missed the one game back a couple games ago was because it just flared up and they wanted to hold him out. So that's probably something that's going to be going all season long. But the Stoops said that he likes his depth at offensive line and he likes rotating guys in, so... While he might not be 100 100%, he'll still be able to play because there's so much depth. They're rotating those guys in. Brandon Weiss says, over, under, four more TDs for Lynn Bowden this season, including the bowl game. I'll say over. For the rest of the season, nine more games, four touchdowns. Got... Oh, yeah, he's only, only got, got one. one. Ooh, I don't know. Let me see. Let me reevaluate. I, don't, I... I just feel like at some point Lynn Bowden will, will kind of pop off, but – they're a little bit limited in the passing game. I guess that's part of the deal. I, I guess I should say under. I'll say over then, just to be against you. It's going to be. I, th- I don't think it'd be much either on either side of that. Like I think there's a good four chance he gets great three number. or he gets five. Yeah, four yeah. is a good good number to set it at. Brandon, thanks for that. that. I mean, just in terms of just thinking about what will his role be going forward. I mean, he's clearly their best receiver right now, and the guy Terry seems most comfortable with. But uh. They're not exactly chucking the ball up, nor should they. I mean, they're, they've got a perfect recipe right now to win football games. Well, I think that's it. That's all, nope. all the ones that I like Well, you missed like the most important sure. one. What we got? Kroger Field has a wrestling ring installed oh, in midfield. Yeah. Who's winning a UK Football Royal Rumble? I mean, I think we all know the answer to that one. Cash Daniels, the, the born pro wrestler on the team. Although a, a healthy Landon Young. Ooh. He is actually a wrestler. He wrestled yeah, he in was high a, school. Did he? Was he a state champion? I don't think he ever won state, but he was. He was really at good, state, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, I think he probably would have won state if he would have wrestled his senior year, but I think he stopped okay. and focused on and football. By the way, if you want to, if you want uh, an indicator or, or a, a thing to look for in recruiting offensive linemen, because they can be a crapshoot in, in you know, big strong guy in high school against lesser competition can look awesome and not be very good, not technically sound when he gets to college. Wrestlers are great offensive linemen. When I covered Virginia Tech, they loved to recruit uh, wrestlers. Some of their best linemen had been wrestlers, state champion wrestlers, because you want a big guy who can move his feet, and you got to be able to do that to wrestle. Landon Young would be terrific, and also he could be like such a great character. You know, a big country dude who has a great accent, and you know, you could you could have him be like hacksaw Jim Duggan type. <laughs> <laughs> but like six foot seven and three hundred and twenty pounds, he'd be great. Or you, you know, you could make him all kinds of terrific. A guy that big, great characters. I think he'd be a contender. I, I still think I'm going cash. I just feel like he's he know he he knows how to get it done. I mean, he's probably he probably has rehearsed steel cage finishing moves, you know, his whole life. And he uh, already has a good portion of the face paint. 
when you talk to him post game. Yeah, yeah. If he wanted to go he that route, got the ultimate warrior <laughs> style. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would be. I think Jordan Jones. Jordan would be Jones. Code. Jordan Jones would be a terrific, terrific wrestler. He'd be running all over the place. Just he'd like be the a he'd be the guy who would be doing all the the stunts. You know, the twisting, mm-hmm. flipping off the top rope stunts. I think Stenberg would also be very, very good. Stenberg would be like he'd be the guy who'd be like in sp- he'd have like spikes on it. He'd be one of the and uh, he w- road warriors. He would be the guy that always happens in wrestling when as soon as the ref turns away, he's hitting somebody yes. with a chair. He'd be the cheater. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mean that to disparage his character, but he'd be the guy who'd just be so he'd be like he'd have like a handful of nails that he'd pull out from under and smack you in the face with them. Uh, uh, Benny. I mean Benny Snell yeah. would be. Uh, He'd be a really good wrestling person. He'd be he and Cash would be a great rivals. Like yes. if you were setting up a show, like a, a few week run of a show, to do cut like competing promos where they're just trashing each other, you know, saying their catchphrases into the. I'm just talking facts. That would be Benny. Would be he would just rip Cash Daniel to shreds and he yeah, would it would say, be one of those. I'm just talking facts. It would be one of those things where Cash would talk a lot and Benny would talk a yeah. little, but Benny would just cut. Through and Benny it. would have like a Ric Flair. He 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 would say the Snell, yeah, and then he would woo. He would <laughs> Rick Ric Flair woo. I think we I think we sh- we could I think Curtis and I could produce a pretty compelling <laughs> one hour UK football wrestling special. I don't think there's any question. And then about it. without a doubt, I mean Josh Allen. You know, you'd have the you'd have you'd have to get him healthy, but Josh Allen and and Josh uh, Pascal would be the uh, the Blitz Bros. Yes, they would come out, and you'd have like uh, uh, Denzel Ware would be would like come out from under the ring, <laughs> like I'm still here. And then uh, yeah, that would be it. Would be we we could do like the the lineman Stenberg yeah. and and Landon Young, and then well, you just George- have they'd be the Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know Stoops. So I think you, you have to involve Stoops in there somehow. Uh, Commissioner Stoops. It'd be, the, it'd be the Vince McMahon character. He'd come strutting out that that meme that everybody uses of Vince McMahon yeah. uh, that they put Trump's head on all the time, <laughs> strutting out of the. They put Calipari's head on it too. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Uh, we I need to we make could, that happen. I think we could do this. That, good questions. We this was this was our best, uh, highest success rate so far on the uh, the mailbag with people actually sending in both fun and serious questions, and we'll we'll do it every week. So keep coming. We'll uh, we'll tweet it out every Wednesday. I think will be the plan, unless something else is going on, yeah. on Wednesdays. Give us a follow on social media. You can find us at Locked On UK on Twitter or Locked On Kentucky on Facebook. Just search Locked On Kentucky. You'll find us there. Like that page. Follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch B U R C H, and me at Kyle Tucker underscore SEC for a couple more days. That that will be changing on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon.